Well, hello everybody, and welcome, holy crap, to the 100th episode of We Watch Shudder! For the 100th time, who's here with me? For the 100th time, it's Michelle! It's Michelle for the 100th time, guys. We made it. And who are you for the 100th time? I'm JD. Whoa, they, they knew. For the 100th uh, time. I, I don't have to say my name anymore. I'm a, okay. I'm, I'm a star. <laughs> Destiny's Child says you have to say the name. So I was just going oh, to Oh, yeah. Beyonce. Well, I mean, especially if no one is around you, you know. That's true. Uh, so, guys. You're not uh, playing games. <laughs> thank you uh, for joining us once again here on We Watch Shudder. If this is your first time tuning into the show, hi. Thank you for choosing our show. Uh, if you're curious what it's all about, it's right there in the name. Uh, we watch Shudder. Shudder is a streaming service for uh, horror and horror-adjacent content. We're big fans of horror and horror-adjacent content. And uh, so we watch new original and exclusive releases, sometimes older original and exclusive releases. And we talk about them and ask people to listen to us uh, because we feel like we're interesting people worth being listened to. Does that about sum it up, Michelle? Yeah, that's a great explanation. I think I'm fascinating. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, uh, man, we just have so many clever insights and funny things to say, and you guys are going to have a real good time. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> yeah. um, do we have any, any business to attend to before we... Oh, one other thing. Yes, not only... <laughs> Not only, like, it's an act, Michelle. Don't worry about it. I know. Not only are we now on episode 100, we also uh, just recently, yesterday, as we record this, on April 13th, perhaps late in the evening on April 12th, we passed 10,000 plays. Wild. That was, that's your reaction? You were supposed to go, yay! No, just... But, like, if I went, yay, it wouldn't be as, like, dumbfounded as wild. 10,000, well, not individual people, but at 10,000 different times people have chosen to listen to us. Right. And that is wild. That's pretty <laughs> nuts. Uh, they made guys, the right choice, though. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just a little past our one-year anniversary, 100 episodes, 10,000 plays. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. If you're uh, OG from way back in, like, the Bunker Game days. Uh, if you're just checking us out for the first time, uh, thank you for finding us. Uh, Michelle. Yeah, I what? do have business to attend to. Oh, you do? Okay, well, we'll talk about a movie in a minute. Attend yeah. to business, I just want to say, <laughs> for people who might not make it through the entire episode because they find us insufferable, next week's episode is guaranteed to be one of my favorites or else the podcast will end because we are covering a very special movie. I think <laughs> it's interesting that you say that, Michelle, because uh, I think that there's a possibility that if they usually find us insufferable, it's going to be the most insufferable episode ever. <laughs> Just because I also know this movie that we're going to be talking about, uh, and I know it uh, maybe a little too well. Uh, but uh, what are we talking about next week, Michelle? What are we doing next week that we want to make sure to tell everybody about right up front here today? 
the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from oh, 1974. Oh, we're diving into the archive. It is available on Shutter, by the way, if you're a fan or a subscriber of Shutter. Uh, we're diving in uh, for a deep analysis and chat about one of the all-time legendary great horror films of all time. Uh, and kind of for the first time, we talked a little bit about The Exorcist back when we talked about the, the Leap of Faith documentary with uh, Bill Friedkin. But we didn't really go into a real significant deep dive there. Uh, this was an idea that Michelle had just recently to finally take some time uh, to maybe jump into something uh, with a little bit more broad mass appeal while still uh, maintaining that link to Shudder. Uh, Michelle... Uh, thank you for this idea. I think it's going to be really fun. Thanks. I am a genius. <laughs> she, she really, <laughs> like, you guys, uh, like, I, I, uh, I may have been the guy who said, hey, we should do this podcast, but we still wouldn't absolutely not still be here 100 episodes and 10,000 plays later uh, if it wasn't for <laughs> Michelle managing most of the important things that need to be managed. Uh, and so then she, you <laughs> knowing shit about movies. So yeah. we balance each yeah. other out. I don't know much. I just it all know works that I out. like I don't or know dislike much, them. But I know how to code websites. <laughs> anyway, oh, should we talk right. about this movie that I yes. didn't know much about? Yeah, we have cool. a new movie. This is brand new, just dropped on Shudder today. Is it an original or an exclusive, Michelle? I exclusive. Didn't, it's a Shudder exclusive. What's it called? Yep. Kids versus aliens kids versus aliens michelle with a title like kids versus aliens what would you expect this movie to be about i would expect it to a have kids b have aliens and c there's a conflict between a and b well i tell you what you might be on to something <laughs> i am a genius as i previously said <laughs> yeah kids versus aliens is the new title uh dropped on uh, on shutter today uh directed by jason eisner and if you're not uh, or maybe that name sounds familiar to you couple of things that I want to point out. Uh, Jason Eisner, director of Kids vs. Aliens, also gave us a little movie uh, about 10, 12 years ago called Hobo with a Shotgun. Have you ever seen that one, Michelle? Yes, but I don't remember much about it. Right on. Here's what I know Jason Eisner from, though. Uh, Jason Eisner, and it's wild how we keep bumping into these, these sort of crossovers. Uh, Jason Eisner is one of two people responsible for a very popular uh, pro wrestling TV series on Vice called Dark Side of the Ring, uh, which I believe ran three, maybe four seasons. It's all episodes about uh, darker, sort of more seedy stories about real life, behind-the-scenes stuff in the professional wrestling world. Uh, and it's really fucking good. Uh, and uh, uh, also a new series on Vice called Tales from the Territories that they're doing, just going back and just looking at different uh, smaller territories in professional wrestling from like the, the 50s, 60s, 70s, the, the classic territorial era. Anyway, uh, I knew I recognized the name when I saw it, so I pulled up the IMDb. It clicked immediately. So we got uh, we got horror movies, we got professional wrestling colliding again right here on We Watch Shudder. Uh, it's fate, Michelle. It's fate. It is fate. You want to tell people, Michelle, 
your spoiler-free thoughts about kids versus aliens? Sure. Do you want me to read the description first? Yeah, why don't we do that? We did look <laughs> ahead and uh, and, yep. and make sure that the description from the Shutter website, I mean, first of all, the movie's called Kids vs. Aliens. You got some, look, there's some spoiler in the title. Uh, but no, yeah, tell these people what this movie's about. Uh, when Gary and Samantha's parents head out of town, an all-time rager of a teen house party turns to terror when aliens attack, forcing the siblings to band together to survive the night. A Shudder exclusive. Woohoo! So there, yeah, yeah, it's kids versus aliens. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> I actually, uh, I almost uh, said we should just go with when you first land on the Shudder website, it has just a little one-sentence blurb. And it just says, two siblings must band together to survive an alien attack. And I'm like, there you go. That's the movie yep. right there. So now, Michelle, again, please, yeah. would you please share with us your spoiler-free thoughts? For sure. Um, I was surprised there are no kids or aliens in this. And it's just bears hanging out um, in the woods doing bear things. I am fucking with you. There are kids. There are aliens. There is a conflict. Um, my spoiler free thoughts, this is definitely done in the style of a 90s movie, but at first it is so garishly colored and the contrast is so high and it's very oversaturated to the point where they definitely overshoot the 90s feel and they give us the parts of 90s movies that are bad. They kind of overshoot it. Once that mellows out a little bit, it does become better, but the dialogue is really unfortunate. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit more in the spoiler section, but I am not going to say that I dislike swearing. I will say this was excessive to the point where every word had or every sentence had the word fuck. It was distracting. It completely took away from a lot of it. Um, that said, there are some cool scenes. I it The dialogue is truly very annoying, so I'm going to give it a two. A two out of five skulls for Michelle on Kids vs. Aliens. Not a fan of children who say fuck a lot. That's, uh, oh, that's not we... true. We will talk about more in the spoiler <laughs> section. This was a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, I The movie is, is flawed. It is, it's far from perfect. Uh, but for me personally, at least, uh, what I can tell you is... I thought this movie was just a lot of goddamn fun. Uh, it's interesting to me that you said it felt very 90s because to me, I thought it felt very 80s, like especially late 80s. Were you thinking maybe more like early 90s? Well, I was a baby in the 90s, so right. I don't know what okay, okay, era. Fair. So maybe it's the 80s. All of that no, is a blur to me. Yeah, but no, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, this gave me... Uh, vibes of a lot of different movies. There's a little bit of E.T. in there. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, maybe even the Goonies uh, in there. Uh, there's uh, a little bit of, uh, of Monster Squad uh, in there. Uh, this was just a lot of fun. It's not necessarily uh, a movie I'm ever going to personally seek out again, uh, but I thought uh, it was cheesy in the right ways. It really leaned into its cheesiness the way it needed to. Uh, it understands what it is. Again, it is, I think, a flawed film, and we'll talk about some of the things that, uh, that I think could have been a little bit better uh, and that stand in its way. Uh, but overall, I had a good time. I thought it was fun. I'm going three and a half on this one. 
Okay, I actually predicted three and a half for you, so oh, I'm wow. so proud of myself. Uh, there was wrestling in it. Of course, you're going to give it a slightly higher score than I Yeah, did. hey, spoilers, Michelle. <laughs> oh, that's within the first two minutes I of know. the film. I know, yeah. I will. I will flip this table and turn this <laughs> car around. Anyway, uh, that gives us an average of 2.75 human skulls or three uh, chimpanzee skulls. I don't remember what the metric rating was last time, but uh, 2.75 skulls. And uh, side note, by the way, if you do think, uh, like, I, I, I should tell you, if you're trying to decide quickly if maybe you want to go watch the movie before we get into the spoilers, um, this one is only 75 minutes long, guys. Even if you end up not liking it, you've only given an hour and 15 minutes of your life to it. Uh, I would say if you got a little time, go check this one out. It's not too crazy. Look, it's called Kids versus Aliens, right? It's not super crazy heavy. It's not wild. It, there are some things in it that we'll talk about, but uh, no, I think this is one that you should, you know, at 75 minutes. Oh, thank you, Jason Eisner. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so with that in mind, then, Michelle, is there anything else we need to deal with before we uh, we have him hit that pause button? No, they can go ahead and hit the pause button right now. Right about now. Did they okay, come back? Now I we're hope they came back. <laughs> I'm guessing it's roughly 75, well, let's say 80 minutes later. You went mm -hmm. and you watched Kids vs. Aliens in 75 minutes. What did you think? I gave it a three and a half. Michelle gave it a two. Where do you come down? Michelle. Yeah. Tell Can us. I talk about kids swearing? Yes, please. Let's just dive right into that portion yeah. since it had such a major effect on your experience here yes. personally. What have you got uh, against children saying fuck? I have nothing against children saying fuck whatsoever. Fuck is my favorite word. It is very versatile. It can be used as many different, like it can be a noun, a verb, an adjective, uh, all sorts of different things. Um, I love the word fuck. Uh, the problem is that when the children are saying it in every single sentence, then it becomes a thing that takes me out of the movie because I'm like, kids don't swear this much because it feels very novel and very cool. And the fact that you're having them do it so much, it feels like you are trying to be edgy or you are trying to be funny and neither of those are hitting. It's just making it hard to pay attention to the actual dialogue and what they are trying to say because they're putting so much emphasis on saying fucking in every sentence. Billy says it just as much as the kids and his comes off more natural and I could pay attention to him talking and it didn't distract and I think that's because you know teenagers it doesn't come off as odd and these kids it just felt like it was trying to do something and it failed and that really took me out I actually had a similar experience with uh, something earlier this year so the legend of Vox Machina which is the TV show on Prime from uh, Critical Role I love Critical Role I haven't seen all of it because there's like 800,000 hours of it but I like the show and in the very first episode same problem way too much swearing to the point where it feels like you're trying to be funny or edgy and neither of them work so I think it's just a thing that we're seeing a little bit more in TV shows and movies where it's becoming more commonplace to swear but it still doesn't always feel natural and it really I, I think if this had less of these kids trying to be edgy I would have paid attention a lot more to their scenes what I wound up watching a lot more were the teenagers because their di dialogue sounded way more natural 
Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Uh, the the level of uh, uh, of the extent of the fucks in this movie does become a little distracting, uh, and it's something that I've experienced uh, in in other things before. I remember specifically uh, back. I guess I'm not exactly sure what the year would have been. Maybe what 2007, 2008. Uh, when the very first season of American Horror Story premiered on TV. It was on cable uh, later in the evening uh, on FX, uh, and I watched the premiere episode, uh, and this was right in that time where uh, basic cable stations were just starting to have enough security with certain sponsors that they were able to get away with saying some more edgy things that uh, weren't necessarily illegal per se on cable, but you just didn't do because you didn't want to upset the sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I, I noticed immediately, it's like, man, they are just saying these, like they said shit so many times in that episode to the point where it just, it starts to stick out a whole lot. And I don't disagree with you. That definitely is is one of the... Uh, uh, the shortcomings of this film, for sure. You know what it reminded me of? This will resonate with you specifically, Michelle. And oh, no. I don't know, maybe three people listening. <laughs> it reminded me of a party dude stand-up set at a Pickled Parrot <laughs> open mic. This guy used to come to the open mics that we did as stand-ups back in the day here in Fargo. And he said fuck so many times that it got to the point where we would all just sit there with like a tally sheet and count the fucks in his five-minute set. I think I counted 65 uh, yeah. one time. 65 <laughs> fucks in five minutes. And so, That's yeah, a lot I, of fucking. I, it, they, they do, uh, and like, yeah, I mean, don't as oh, the novelty of a, of a 12-year-old boy saying fuck is, kind of, I get it. Uh, but yeah. they definitely could have scaled that back uh, a little um, bit. That does kind of lead into my second biggest complaint with this movie. And that is aside, if we took out all the swearing, it would be a little hard to pin down the audience of this movie because the beginning feels very juvenile. And I feel like they put so much swearing in there to be like, no, this is not a kid's movie. So that when there is a gruesome death during the alien scene or there is stuff about sexual content, then it's not a surprise. But the beginning feels so juvenile and very... Um, not like overacting but you know that that it's trying to do a, a certain style like the 80s 90s um, and it could have been like a, oh this is going to be a nice kid friendly movie and it almost feels like they put so much swearing in this so that you don't accidentally show it to children but yet if they hadn't it would have been like a fine family film I think like there would yeah. just be a couple moments it's, it, it, yeah. it, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I kind of had the same impression uh, I think that as long as you understand going in that this is not, in fact, going to be a kid's movie, then I think uh, it, it's enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, for the longest time, I was I was really like, wait, like, like, is this supposed to be, you know, for like teenagers to watch or because mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, as we get into like the, the final act of the film. Uh, something that I did really enjoy about it because I thought it was really, really well done in a, in a, a fun, uh, stylistic, uh, low budget horror movie kind of way, uh, was uh, the uh, the 
alien dissolving acid. Like, first of all, yeah, when these so poor cool. performers <laughs> had to get down, all the various performers who had to get doused in this goo, they got doused in so much goo. That could have been the title of this film. It could have just been <laughs> so much goo. It would have been just as spoilery as Kids versus Aliens. You just, and, and then, like... Their faces are melting off, and they keep cutting back to that first chick as she's melting so many yep. times. Also, for some reason, the, the goo not only makes them melt, but also makes maggots crawl out of their face <laughs> or something. That was all really, really fun when the the one super asshole dude gets his fucking face eaten off by the the double hand the double freddy hand monster that the aliens crossbred out of his friend yeah super super fun but also the part that really to me was just like holy shit they went there is they fucking killed one of the kids <laughs> they ran that little boy through with the big fucking power sword i was just like oh wait a minute no this is not a kid's movie mm -hmm. i was genuinely really surprised when that kid got fucking stabbed i was like oh shit we're going there uh i do need to point out because we were talking about it prior to uh to recording uh, that character's name is Jack, and Jack is played by an actor with the greatest name in the history of <laughs> actors. His name is Asher Grayson Percival, and that, look, I gotta tell you, that sounds like a fucking pro wrestling name. Uh, there's a there's a guy in, in pro wrestling right now, if you're not a pro wrestling fan, uh, he's, uh, he's the AEW World Heavyweight Champion, and his name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And he's this very snooty sort of, and I just, I got that same vibe. I saw Asher Grayson Percival, and I was like, oh, this fucking kid. And he was great. Uh, he, they, all the kids in the movie did great. I thought, you know, I mean, they're kid actors, and they're clearly having a ton of fun. Uh, I thought the, and I, what was interesting to me is because it does feel like they're trying to tell, like, uh, like a teenage morality story here, right? It's like it's about, like it's almost like a coming-of-age movie for Samantha in a lot of ways, you know? And so it feels like that's who they're targeting, but there's no way this is supposed to be for kids, right? And that's kind of uh, where it is in that gray area for me, which if they tone down the cursing, this is something that if I had a, well, never going to have kids, but if there was like a smaller child whose parents trusted me to show them horror movies, I would sit with them and be like, we can watch this. There are a couple parts and see if that's a stepping stone. Also, like we talked about, we're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre next week, which was something I saw when I was like seven years old. So I grew up as like a tiny child exposed to horror and I feel like this would have been tamer than Texas Chainsaw Massacre and so those those points are very gruesome but they're not really scary it's very right. yeah it, it's very they're, like they're extreme very like a, like, yeah. a, like a guar show right or like yeah it's me very a lot of, theatrical even like, a, like a psycho Gorman kind of thing where they're yep. just and that's what I meant by this very low budget stylized like they're so over the top and bright and colorful like the goo is almost like a bright green reanimator goo right like i it's went just... nickelodeon getting slimed because yeah. it's like yeah. 80s 90s yeah, i was like it's, oh it's... man it is nickelodeon oh my god yeah uh and so again from that perspective i 
once I understood what was like, they, they, this was going to go a little harder than I thought it was. Uh, the movie is fun. I had a good time mm-hmm. with it. Uh, again, uh, at 75 minutes, it clips right along. Um, and uh, it does end uh, kind of abruptly. Like uh, yeah. they basically stole the ending uh, from Shaun of the Dead, kind of where the military guys just show up out of the blue and blast the hell out of everything. But then there's like, Oh, are they military guys or are they part of the alien invasion? And these kids just got like frozen in carbonite and taken up into the alien skull spaceship, which, by the way, was super fucking cool. That skull spaceship. I thought that was pretty rad. Uh, So, yeah, apparently I was doing a little bit of quick research and I guess there's there's talk about this being developed for at least one, maybe two sequel features as well. Uh, but, uh, uh, no, I, uh, I, I thought it was, I thought it was good fun. I, I enjoyed this one. I don't know if it's something that I'll ever go watch again, but I definitely don't regret having given it 75 minutes of my life. Yeah. No huge regrets. Just my big thing is the dialogue became annoying. And like I said, it sure did. I love swearing zero issue with swearing, but then it becomes like, so goddamn edgy and I can't handle it and it took me out to the point where I was like I can't even listen to these squawking children who are just swearing constantly I have no idea what sound is coming out of their mouth I don't want to hear it (laughs) I feel like I feel like uh maybe at some point in the early uh direction of this film they were like okay kids so we have the approval for you guys to swear in this movie so feel free to to swear uh, if you want to throw in some swear words and then, of course, the kids were like, oh, I'm going to fucking swear every fucking sentence that I say. And then by the time yes. the, the, the adults behind it realized what they had done, it was far too late to recast these roles. So we was like, we're knee deep in production now. We're just going to have to deal with this. Fa- I don't know. Maybe that's the story. Maybe it's not. Maybe they just <laughs> wrote a lot of fucks into the script. Uh, I'm not sure why they did that. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't know what else to say about the movie except that it was. Uh, I, I I did catch that it looked like there were a lot of little referential things uh, in the movie. Like I thought that ending obviously was was taken right out of Shaun of the Dead with the sudden arrival of the military people just blasting the bad guys out of the fog. Uh, I thought the uh, uh, it was cool that the the hybrid alien monster that they made out of the one teenage kid. Uh, had Freddy hands on both hands. It was like a Freddy meets Edward Scissorhands kind of vibe. I thought that was cool. Uh, I did think the uh, the goo was somewhat reminiscent of almost every goo you've seen. Yeah, it was like the 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 green stuff from Reanimator and even like the the acid spit from Alien and all that sort of thing. Uh, super fun designs. Yeah, I mean you put pro wrestling in a movie. I'm gonna be. Uh, on board you know it was uh, it was a lot of fun I, I had a real good time and if they do make another one I'll probably watch it once and just see where it goes if uh, uh, nope anyway uh, <laughs> first thought completely gone the the second I said a word but uh, my other thing was you should be proud of me because I did watch through the credits and I did see the post credit scene this time good I am learning I was because there were six minutes left in the credits <laughs> and I went there's got to be a goddamn scene and I thought it was just gonna be music for a full minute and I was very disappointed that this was the one I sat through but if you haven't <laughs> seen the post credit scene 
it's not great, but it's there, so you can go check it out if you want to. Yeah, we won't spoil that little bit for you. Mm. If that, we'll, we'll give that last little taste if you didn't stay to the end of the credits. Uh, go yeah, back it's no and uh, do that. Marvel movies like <laughs> prepping us for the second one and being like, "Oh shit, the next one has Iron Man," so right. <laughs> nothing like that. Um, it's just it's a post-credit scene, so it's there. Watch it if you wanna. Yeah, and that's, if you don't uh, wanna, that's kids then you versus hit rock aliens, bottom. guys. Uh, uh, the movie came in at 75 minutes, and we're coming in around a more traditional 30 this week. Thank I'm, God. I'm very I'm impressed sure they are with tired us. tired <laughs> of us going way too long, and I'm so sorry. We've just picked movies lately that we have a lot to say, hey. and no, that's probably going to happen. Here's what next I'm going to tell you, I'm Michelle. Sorry. Nobody's complaining. Nobody, I'm complaining. Nobody's, well, <laughs> you're the only one, Michelle. You're the okay, only one, good. and only you can prevent forest fires. So, you know. Oh, fuck. If I'm the only one preventing <laughs> forest fires, we are not going to have any forests. That was way too much. I am terrified of the woods. Way too much pressure for that fucking cartoon bear to put on me as a child. Only you can okay, prevent hang forest on. fires. Hang on. I do have a tiny story. Um, I, we're still going to make it under 30 minutes, possibly. But I was just talking to my aunt about how she went to uh, the... Uh, hot air balloon festival down in Albuquerque because I'm hoping to go to that okay. and the year that they went there was a uh, Smokey the Bear hot air balloon and it hit power lines and lit everything on fire. Fabulous. <laughs> the Smokey the Bear hot air balloon Take lit everything smoky. on fire and I just I love that so much. Only that poor you bear. can prevent forest fires well then no, the I forests can't. are fucked Smokey. I'm That's terrified so of the woods. Terrified. Will not go out near there. Forest fire. I've seen no. them shits on TV. They're big and hot and scary. The f- it, the look, if the forests forest don't want to burn down, they shouldn't be made of wood. That's all I'm saying. Don't victim blame the don't forest. Don't be flammable <laughs> if you don't want to be burned down. <laughs> wow. That is judgy. Oh, <laughs> anyway. oh, now I'm being judgy? Do we want to get into Michelle's judgy? Nope. Oh, no. No, we do not. No, please don't, don't cancel me today. We're please. not going to cancel Michelle. It's my birthday. Please don't. Happy it's, birthday. it's not my birthday. It's not your birthday? Uh, <laughs> no, God, no. See, what we just learned is that I don't have any idea when Michelle's birthday <laughs> no. is a super it embarrassing. was mad god last year she probably knows okay. where when my birthday is but i don't know when her birthday is i do have it in my calendar son of a bitch <sighs> now yep. i got i'm fuck, a good friend i gotta i gotta make up for being a terrible friend and co-host anyway, that's fine i still don't wish you happy birthday guys, i just acknowledge it secretly to myself uh michelle uh word on the street is that our tiktok is no longer an empty tiktok is that correct I posted one video of a cat. Yay! <laughs> we have a TikTok. We also have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. We have a Facebook. They're all at We Watch Shutter. We have a website. That's WeWatchShutter.com. We have an email address. It's mail at WeWatchShutter.com. You can check out all of that stuff. Tell all your friends about the show. Help us get to another 10,000 plays. Maybe a little bit quicker this time, guys. Chop, chop. Let's get to it. Help us out. Help us out just a little bit. Don't shame the people who made I'm, it this far into the episode. You guys are the best. <laughs> we love you. Uh, and then uh, we got Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then what do we have to wrap up the month, the week after that, Michelle? 
Oh, something that isn't Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So who cares? No, I'm kidding. It's called From Black. From I know Black. nothing about it, but the still images that I have briefly seen look really cool. So Excellent. I'm hoping From Black does not disappoint me. Um, I, I don't want to be mad or disappointed. Just like delight me a little bit. As always. It's also the day I go to Phoenix, Arizona. So it's, it's going to be, be a, a chaotic, shit show. Chaotic day for <laughs> Michelle. Uh, as always, yeah. guys, if there's a, a t any title whatsoever that's available on Shudder, uh, that you might like to hear us talk about one of the weeks that they don't have a new release for us to talk about. Uh, shoot us a message on any of those socials or at that email address. Uh, we'd be more than happy to uh, spend some time talking about whatever it is uh, you would like us to talk about. Uh, we have some uh, some gimmick ideas uh, in store that we're trying to make happen. We'll just keep those to ourselves for now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if there's anything you want to hear, Give us uh give us a message and we'll we'll talk about your favorite Shutter movie. Yeah, I prefer to receive my movie suggestions via Carrier Pigeon. So if you make that happen, I will absolutely watch it, Shutter or not. If you can get a pigeon trained to fly to my house, tap on my window and deliver me a letter, whatever movie it is, and I'll watch. The, I'll even pay to rent it. Here's the thing, guys: is you uh you may think that sounds like an impossible method of communication, but uh, weirdly enough. Uh, all you have to do is train the carrier pigeon to deliver messages in general, and then they all just know when you say, take this to Michelle's house, mm -hmm. they know specifically which Michelle and which house you mean. Pigeons it's, are very smart. They're uh, they're born with, a, it's called the Michelle instinct. Uh, yep. Only carrier pigeons have it, uh, but uh, it's a thing. Uh, um, another very <laughs> tiny thing and then we can sign off because I have a feeling you're going to be mad at this reference but oh I just finished Love is Blind season 4 today say and good the night guy Michelle said, and I quote I identify as an owl <laughs> oh, oh that was one thing uh, I'm glad you made me giggle a little bit Michelle because it does remind <laughs> me this is something I want to I want to try to do a little bit more of Every now and then before we record one of these episodes, I take some time to scan through some of the other user reviews uh, on Shudder. Uh, and this one just stood out to me uh, because, I mean, it's it, is it positive? Is it? I don't know. Uh, it's from uh, Leah Haley, L-E-A-H-A-Y-L-I-E. Leah Haley. Now, it's important to note this is a five-skull rating, right? This is a perfect five-skull rating. And the comment just says, is this a joke? Ha ha, shudder. <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. Uh, I, uh, uh, people come I up identify as an owl. Our, uh, <laughs> our friend Fashioned is back also, by the way, guys. You remember our friend Fashioned? The only thing he's ever liked in his entire life or her entire life or their entire life. I, I should not be assuming uh, pronouns here. Uh, fashioned. Surprise. One skull. <laughs> fashioned. fashioned. Why do you even stay on Shutter, brother? I mean, I'm sure they appreciate your $6 I a month. I want to talk to them. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate your $6 a month. But, you know, come on, man. <laughs> Lady. Whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Good time. On that note. Say goodnight, J.D. Goodnight, J.D.?